and welcome to the latest episode of the Engaged Podcast. I'm Jamie. I'm Simon. And today we're going to be talking about all about the Star Wars series, The Mandalorian. But we're not alone. We are joined by a um, first-time guest, my friend, housemate, and big Star Wars fan, Andy. Hello. How are you? Hello. Welcome to the show, mate. Thank you. Hope you're both well. We are. Thank you for agreeing to come on today. That's all right. So, yeah, Andy is a pretty big Star Wars fan. Um, and uh, we thought, well, why not ask him to join us for this episode? So, and I've got it's to give... kind of undone, though, isn't it? Instantly by what uh, you're going to say next, though. Yes, yes. Um, before <laughs> we started, um, I, we just found out that uh, Andy has only watched the first season of The Man. <laughs> he didn't realise it was a season two. And through some misunderstanding or miscommunication between me and him, I thought he'd watch both seasons, but he hadn't. So we're just gonna go. I've watched it through twice, including just recently, and Simon's watched it once. So we're just gonna go with it. We're gonna try not to spoil too much for season two, but it might be a bit unavoidable. But we'll do what we can for you, Andy, and try not to. That's fine. Don't worry. Just spoil talk it. away. <laughs> too much. Well, I've got to give credit to both of these guys because both Simon and Andy both kind of got me into the Mandalorian. Um, saying, oh yeah, it's great, you need to watch this, because as you guys both know I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan um, yeah. I said and you know, watching through the current trilogy you know, I, Rise of Skywalker was really good, um, but I was all kind of, all set to kind of give up on it, and then The Mandalorian came along, and oh my god for me, it's the best thing Star Wars has done in years, and it's yeah, it's fantastic, I I can't sing my praises enough for it. Um, obviously, I don't know as much about about it as obviously probably you two do. Um, but I abs- I absolutely love it, and yeah, I'm I just cannot wait for season three. And nor can I now. <laughs> you just need to see season two first. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. So, Obviously, with this episode, we're just going to be talking about what we like about the show, maybe some things we don't like, what, just why we think it's been so successful. Um, and obviously, there'll, inevitably, there will be some comparisons to Discovery. Particularly well, it's, it's the idea of is less more when you compare it to something like Discovery, where they just shoved in as much as they could. Yep. And you actually get, or at least in my error opinions, you get less for it. Yep. But in the what how many episodes you had what 16 from yeah. mandarin we've actually got more of an idea what's going on with it than we ever have with discovery with its many moving parts that just doesn't kind of work yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean at least in me and simon's minds i don't know how how how, how you feel about it mate, but just yeah i mean and the thing is obviously the mandalorian it's obviously it's shorter. I mean, yeah, there are some episodes are about 40 minutes, but generally most of the episodes are about 30 to 40 minutes. So whereas Discovery, you're looking, what, 45, 50 minutes normally? Yeah. And, you know, so I don't know. I think, I think you know, just The Mandalorian, it's a show that knows what it wants to do. It knows what it is. And the characters have depth, you know, and, you know, we said this, I mean, me and Simon have said this before, like when we watched season one, of Star Trek Picard, but like we remembered all the characters' names, and the show knew what it wanted to do. But with Discovery, 
for me and Simon at least it never has done and and the Mandalorian is another great example of a show that knows what it wants to do and the thing that's really interesting is you've got Star Trek fans like us and others we know who have gone oh my god this is fantastic and they'll actually prefer and enjoy watching the Mandalorian more than the current some of the current new Star Trek series we've got on yeah so a reason for that I think is that the Mandalorian has gone back to uh, its originality, like the first three Star Wars films. It's simplified things, whilst Star Trek has tried to modernise things and, and added too much to it. So Star, this Mandalorian's gone back, because the, the first three Star Wars films were you know, from the 70s, and it's gone back to that sort of way, mm. whilst the other Star Wars films... Again, like Star Trek, tried adding too much to it. Yeah, I, no, I, I agree with you, mate. I think I think that I think that's bang on. I mean, particularly with Discovery, particularly like season three, setting it far into the future, which is great. But then that comes with a whole host of problems of its own. And for me and Simon, at least, it just this, it, it just they didn't. For us, at least, there were just a lot of problems we had with the way they did it. Uh, can I just come in here and say we're going to re watching it later in the year, so I'm holding judgment a little bit, but that's currently yeah. where I stand, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. to put that asterisk <laughs> in there, just to kind yeah. of go, currently, currently, because I know there's a... Yeah. I'm willing to give it another chance, see if there's something I missed. We're, again, watching the story overall and then seeing if it actually is some of its parts because that's what we found going into it was a bit kind of what but every episode in mandarin has a purpose for some reason there's a few in there that i'm not keen on but partly because of the me of that episode but there's not much i don't like Mm. and they stole the internet with baby yoda and what and you'll find out is grogu grogu yeah Yeah. i don't i know he's grogu Oh, you know that bit, so that's not a spoiler, that's yeah. good. Yeah, because no. I, I, I used to see Baby Yoda or Yogu, Grogu, Yogu, Grogu, uh, like, like, like figures like in the shops and stuff, and I was just like, oh, that's a thing, and then it's like not until I watched it, I was just like, oh my god, Baby Yoda's so cute, I want one of those. <laughs> you know, but... You know, you know, you know for Baby Yoda, he's, he's 50 years old. Is that how old he actually is? Yeah. In the in the show, yeah. He was around during um, the prequels. Yeah. That would that would make sense because as I understand with the Mandalorian, it's set five years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did look that before we started because I I actually asked Andy size like when was this actually I think you again <laughs> so you probably mentioned this to me before I did say that to Andy again I forgot <laughs> um, I know it's set obviously after after everything else but I just didn't know when so I thought so best look it up before we start otherwise I'm going to make a, a bit of an idiot although I think I've already achieved that by not checking if Andy had watched season 2 but you know <laughs> I think we should we should also say we are not going to go into oh. any of the crap around um Cara Dune. We're not going to go into any of that sort of stuff. We're going to talk about possibly what's going to happen to her in season three, but we're not going to talk about any of that to, because no, you just, no, I, I did. To the old me, huh? 
silly old me because of silly old me. No, 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 so no, it's 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 a it's not to do with the character, it's to do with the actress, mate. It's stuff I think I mentioned this to you. Oh yeah, yeah, you did, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's fine, it's fine. Your memory's better than mine, so um so yeah, we just thought we'd just say, Yeah, we're not going anywhere near that because as I said it's a it's a minefield and it's not we're not opening that Pandora's box. No. I think it's clever the way they've also integrated it into some series I haven't seen, but the animated shows, so uh, Rebels and Clone Wars. It's clever how they've linked that up with that, with the kind of dark saber. And there's a few characters that end up in season two that are from uh, Clone Wars. So I think that's really clever. The first time we've seen them in um, live action. Yeah, yeah. Have you watched any of the animated series of that mate or anything? The Clone Wars and what was it, Sai? Rebels, I think. Rebels. Have you watched any of them? No, 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 I've heard not. No. No. Again, added to my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Because there's characters in there that people have seen uh, before that were created by Dave Filoni and what's the other guy's name? I've probably forgotten it. By the yeah. showrunners. I can't remember their names. John Favreau, the creator, John Favreau. Yeah, didn't I say him? But yeah, it's by them that is appearing in live action, which is incredibly exciting for Star Wars fans. Mm, Definitely. And it also brings in characters from the original trilogy as well, which is incredibly well considered as well. What, that Boba Fett? Yeah, yeah, his return, which is awesome. Uh, that, that's one of the, the queries I got about Boba Fett coming in. It was good to see him, but he he was swallowed by the um the Sarlacc. So how can, if he was swallowed by the Sarlacc, how can he be in Mandalorian? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Interesting question. I think the logic is that the Sarlacc that he got swallowed by was eaten by a large one, and he managed to escape thin. I think. I think that's what I've heard. Oh, right. okay. But it's not. It's not you don't. I'm assuming it's not something you actually see. I take it. Yep. It's like an off-screen explanation. Oh, you know, he actually escaped, kind of thing. Ah, fair enough. But yeah. it's, it's it's such a cool thing to bring him back and actually give him a bit of redemption after kind of nothing happening to him in uh, Return of the Jedi. His demise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great to see him in his. We actually do what he's meant to do, actually be a bounty hunter and actually, you know, be an absolute killing machine and kind of just an amazing, you say, just great thing. And I say all of, so I, all the characters have a bit of depth to them. They're not all just kind of plain and simple. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like a, a one example I, I, I love and I'll, I'll give is um, Mando, call him Mando, why not? He's affectionate nickname. When um, his his distrust of droids, and how that kind of he overcomes that kind of at the end of the first season, um, and into I think I think it's into season two. And it's not really a spoiler. It, when when he's when the Razor Crest, it is Razor, it Razor Crest, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. When the Razor Crest gets damaged again, he actually lets the droids. Um, he actually lets them fix his ship. Whereas in season one, he's like, no, 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 don't want them anywhere near it. So I think that I think that's one one kind of part of really just really good character growth, um, at least that I found, which I really liked. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. I thought that as well. Mm. Actually. So, and it's it just, it just, I mean, I, I don't really have any complaints, but then again, I said, you guys know the show better than me. You know how it all kind of fits into the Star Wars universe better than I do. So any, any kind of what you call canon issues or anything, I, it probably just passed me by, to be honest. So there'll be things that you guys would have picked up on that I wouldn't have done. But I think overall as a show, it just, it works. And as you said, Andy, I think the key part of the key thing of why is because it goes back to that time and it feels very, not just feels very Star Wars. It just, it, it feels like it is from that era, doesn't it? Oh yeah. Mm. It's got an old, it's got an old school. Yeah. That's what I like, what I like about it. Yeah. And it, but it, you know, and it's like a lot of shows that have kind of done this kind of thing, you know, kind of, it goes back to its roots, but it has a bit of a modern twist on it. And it, and it's respect, from what I can tell, it's, it's respectful and acknowledges kind of that, you know, those characters and those films. And I think that's, that's fantastic. And, and John Fevre, I mean, he, I don't know if you guys know much about him, but he um he's done he's done bits and pieces like directing and stuff. Like he did Iron Man two, and also he directed Cowboys versus Aliens. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, both films I I wasn't particularly keen on to be honest, but that that's just me. But I think he did a fantastic job with this. And again, it's it's a, it's incredible, you know, that these creators have said they they know they know what the fans want and what they need. Um, and this is this is the result. This is what we've got, and uh, it's it's amazing. I said watching watching through it, uh, you know. I said I, was, I spoke to both you guys. I was just like, oh my god, this is just. I <laughs> I was I was kind of shocked at how good it was because I didn't think it. I like, you know, you guys have said to me, oh yeah, this is great. You really need to watch this, and I thought myself, oh, I'm sure it's really good. But it, my expectations were. Well, well, I suppose they were surpassed, really. So, I'm know. glad you watched it in the end. Yeah, it took a while, didn't it? I know, I know. It mm. <laughs> and the thing is that George Lucas, he, he, he loves the show. It's mm. one of his. You uh, would have thought he, he, he wouldn't liked it. He, he would like it, but you, you would have thought the way it was done. But he, he, he loved everything about it, and. Again, you know that he's captured the magic of his original films. Mm. So, yeah, absolutely, and I completely agree with that. You know, it's high praise if he's saying that he's enjoying it. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah he's, he's not said that about all, you know, all these spin-offs, but uh, Mandalorian, he he definitely he watches it himself. You know, so. I think it's sort of thing you always hear in Star Trek where it's like oh we want to see Civil Crew we want to see them doing it and I think it's a Star Wars version of a show everyone always asks for yeah so I think it's giving the audience what they want and it's actually interested an awful lot of non-sci-fi fans into science fiction mm. and it's a character that was in the original films but wasn't like, uh, the, one of the main main ones but everyone loved the character. Mm. So it's good that there's a whole series all based on him, basically. Yeah. Which yeah. I like. Mm. Agreed. Definitely. Yeah. And, you know, and I think one of the other appeals, at least for me, I mean, I don't know about you guys, is the fact that 
the Mandalorian is it's one of those rare TV shows that is it's primarily is aimed at well I say Star Wars fans as well but like families and kids but and the thing is there's no there's not really any violence there's no bad language or anything like that and yet it doesn't feel like a fat it is a family show but it doesn't feel like it do you know what I mean I can't really explain it but it just I don't feel silly watching it no, I think it's Disney playing at the kind of Avengers sort of thing, isn't it? It's kind of a Marvel film in a TV series. It's a bit like what they're doing with WandaVision. Mm. It's the same sort of thing where it's kind of safe entertainment. Yeah. It, it, it's just... Yeah, go on. Where it infers things, I think, more than shows you. But it's, it's the storyline as well. So, like, the way the, the bounty hunter is there to... to take uh grogu and that's his main job to, to get him and and take him to where he's going to take him to but it's the way that their their relationship has amalgamized as well mm. that's quite a nice story man mm, agreed as you say the show keep, i think for me it's like the show keeps it simple and it is what it is but there's depth there and i i like the fact they keep it there's no messing around they just get straight into it and it's just it's just lovely to follow. And and they said the relationship between they said Mando and Grogu is just really touching. It's just like when he like when he, he keeps messing around with the um the little um oh one of the controls the little um the round oh you know what I mean you guys know what I mean the little silver thing. <laughs> no, that, that was that explained no. it. The little that silver thing. The little silver thing. <laughs> <laughs> the best best control um, knob, isn't it? Thank you, sir. There we go. That day. Much more quickly summed up than what I just said. That silver thing. Well, that could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> I think me and Andy are fluent in Jamie, so we kind of understand what he's trying to say. Uh, I, I was just enjoying Jamie trying to talk his way <laughs> out of that. Look, it's not the first time I've seen that podcast, but it won't be the last, so don't worry. It's a common occurrence with us, isn't it, Si? Jamie Logic. <laughs> Jamie Logic, as we call it, yeah. Um, but but the, the fact that Mandalorian is, we all know him as a, uh, he's a killer, basically. That's, a, that's what he's paid to do. Hmm. Yeah, he, he's been paid to babysit Grogu and and he's changed character, so he's gone from a stone cold killer mm. to someone with with heart, and everyone's going to like him in that sense. Yeah, and and all the people he's helped along the way, and you've got to think of, I mean, I know a lot of these are individual episodes, but they do actually have a bigger impact, you know, because obviously the Empire's trying to rebuild. Well, there's several episodes, including in two, where man the Mando helps to stop that. I mean, yes, of course, he always does say that sunk he needs or whether it's money or something else but his actions do have a bigger bigger positive effect don't they oh yeah definitely so and um, yeah go on sorry sorry you finish sorry. and just yeah i and just i just love the whole like when i started the whole mystery thing of oh do we ever actually see his face and because obviously the actor who plays him uh, pedro pascal he was yeah. um as you you all know mate um he was in. He played Oberyn Martell in uh, Game of Thrones in season four, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So to have an actor that I know from, which was, and I think it's fantastic. I think he played the part excellently. I never did at any point did I think, oh yeah, that's Oberyn Martell. He 
plays a completely different character. You know, and it's just, yeah. I just love it. (laughs) Guys, so what are you going to say, Si? I think there's an awful lot of interesting questions that it alludes to, because obviously where it's set, you also get questions about kind of how did Grogu escape Order 66? And then you also get questions about kind of spoilerish into end of two but does he escape luke's uh how does he escape from uh luke's training academy before um kylo ren kind of um destroys it i think so there's an awful lot of interesting questions that they've left up there that would be interesting to see how they answer them yeah because do you think i mean obviously again you two will know better you two obviously will know more than me but i mean in terms of how they fit it into kind of i suppose the, the timeline the star wars kind of universe itself do you, do you think they've done a really good job overall based on what you've seen and what you know probably a better place about it yeah yeah, yeah okay, no, okay. you're gone you're gone Andy. you say i was just gonna say that i, I do think they've done a really good job like, uh like so like yourself, um, sorry, Jamie, you see the later Star Wars, and although I, I loved them, they, they weren't they weren't the same, mm. and that's why I, I loved The Mandalorian because it's it's gone back to the old roots. Yeah, uh, as you say, and particularly for you, mate, you said you grew up, you grew up watching Star Wars, so for you, oh, yeah, it yeah. must bring back a load of what you've seen so far and I'm, I'm sure it'll be the case for two when you watch two as well a lot of nostalgic memories yes definitely yeah yeah and i found even though i haven't watched clone wars or rebels it was still an amazing thing i still knew the reverence of those people appearing i still understood what it meant with ahsoka appearing and um bo-katan appearing and all that sort of thing that they still meant something to me and then there's links that could lead to uh, Thrawn re- reappearing in live action, which would be incredible. That's, and the way that it's going to be another like MCU, so all the series are going to lead to one big crossover with all these other anim- um, live action shows of they're doing. They're all going to lead into one big fight for Mandalore. Mm. Oh, nice. Which, which um, again... I know you won't mind much about Andy, but in season two, they actually build on that plot about, is it reclaiming it, isn't it, Sai? Yeah, that's yeah. Bo-Katan. Yeah, yeah, so that, that's, that, there's actually, a, there's actually, actually, they've actually, actually yeah. uh, there is actually a bit of setup in season two with that as well. Okay. Um, you know, and I think, I think for me, what, what, what's it, what, Mand, what the Mandalorian has done is get me interested in Star Wars again. So I know there's, there's been mentions of a few spin-offs as well, isn't there, or something, and, I, and obviously, with is it Clone Wars and Rebels, I, to be honest, I will probably check it out. But well, I don't care if it's animated or whatever live action. It, it's Star Wars, and it's like, well, it's kind of got me more to want to just want. To, I want to watch more again, you know. So, so for me, it, it's yeah, it's just oh, it's just fantastic. It really is just. A, and they said the fact that the episodes are even sometimes just half an hour. I think it's a real testament to the writing because obviously there's only so much you can fit in a certain amount of time. And yet, and I, and I know obviously certain episodes are longer and shorter, but what at least I found is it's never over padded. 
whatever length it is, whether it's 30 minutes, 40, 40 minutes, that length is right for me for that episode, whatever it's about. Yeah. At least that's, again, at least that's just what I, that's what I think. That's, at least that's what I found when I've watched it through. So. It's just so easy watching as well. It's so easy to watch. Oh, you can yeah. just It flows well and you can just lose yourself in it. Yeah, and you know you you do get the return of certain characters as well, which I really like. That's what I love about it as well. Yeah, Mm. little characters are coming back in. You know, so and obviously some of the phrases. This is the way, or was it? I have spoken. Yeah, things like that, which I which I absolutely love as well, which which just become part of part of our everyday speech sometimes. Like a lot of lot of uh, you know other great TV shows or movies, you know that we. Yeah, I've just become part of our culture, so. Which is what Star Trek hasn't managed to do, Discovery. You heard no one talk about Discovery really that much. No. All the but... focus was on, oh my god, have you watched the latest episode of season two of Mandalorian? Like, it... yeah. Which is lacking, not understanding what the audience actually wants. Yeah, because I mean, that's the thing. We, we, we obviously, Andy, we know quite a few like people we've. Uh, podcast with including a one guy called uh, Rick who's uh, he's like a he's a he's a true TOS Trekkie and he's I think even is it him that said it even he's him and Clive isn't it so si? so uh, yeah. love the Mandalorian even more to Discovery so if you've got old Star Trek fans I say old but you know TOS Trek fans saying that then well clearly Mando's doing something right so you know <laughs> oh definitely. <laughs> So you know, but um, so what? What? What for you, sir? You said there were some episodes you weren't you weren't particularly keen on or moments. Oh, I've already told you it's the passenger in season two. That's Too right. horrorish for me. You oh know, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Season two, yeah. Okay, fair enough. I remember you saying that actually. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind the episode. I've got to say, it's not one of my most favourites. I don't mind it. It's enjoyable, but it's. There's other ones I do prefer watching, but yeah, I, I, I can understand it. It's quite a creepy episode, to be fair. You'll you'll see Andy when you watch. Yeah, yeah. Season two. Chapter um, ten. Yes, chapter ten. That is correct. Yeah. Yes, the passenger. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, but um. Frog yeah, lady. Hmm. Frog lady. Frog lady. Yes, and Grogu. Well, yeah. Grogu keeps eating her eggs. <laughs> bloody, bloody eggs. That was funny. God. But um, yeah, I just yeah, it, yeah. I mean, I think I think for me the show just just works on it, just at every level. And even like, even just like, I mean, not just the writing, but the acting is great. Like the the cinematography is fantastic. The costumes, the designs of the sets, the music. I mean, I absolutely, and you'll know this, mate. Andy knows the the theme tune. I absolutely adore that theme tune. I think it's, <laughs> I'm always humming to it, aren't I, mate? Yeah, you are, indeed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love it. Um, and, yeah, and just even, like, the action sequences, they're fantastically choreographed. And it's, I mean, I, in a sense, I think in some ways, like, Mand- Mandalorian's kind of like a Western in space, isn't it, really? Um, but it's just, everything in that show just works for me. There's not really many weak links not any weak links really that I, I can I can personally vouch to I mean again 
I'm not, I don't know the ins and outs of everything. So then I don't know if there's anything they've kind of put in trying to fit it in with Canon and it's like, oh, yeah, that doesn't quite work. Or I'm not quite sure about that. But Not really, because the showrunners are both uh, Star Wars fanboys. So they know inside and out and kind mm. of, you know, they wouldn't have George Lucas's approval if they got a few details wrong. Mm. And no, even no. If, no, and even if there are, they're going to be very minute and very, and people are just not going to be. But I mean, that's the thing. When you enjoy a show as much as that, even if there is a moment you're going, mm, yeah, I'm not quite sure about that. I'm just like, eh, whatever. I don't care. If the rest of the show is so fantastic, I'll just let stuff like that just go. It's like, eh, whatever. It's a thing. But this show doesn't seem to have that, which is great, really. So. You and it I mean. is clever because you know, they do actually show you a Sarlacc, don't they? In the first episode of season two, they do actually show you what a Sarlacc looks like rather than just seeing at the top of it. Oh, yes, my God, that is... Uh, I, I didn't remember it from the film, but my God, that thing was absolutely massive. <laughs> and, ter- and terrifying. You're, yeah, I was just like... I mean, I remember when the ground first shakes when, when um, Mando is in the village and I'm just like... Okay, what the heck is that? Hold on, is this the one where I think I've seen it actually? The Marshall guy, the one who's wearing the man. Yeah, the Marshall, the the one that's wearing the um the Bubba Fett outfit. Yeah, I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah. And they killed the they they killed the Sarlacc together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Oh my days. (laughs) Have you seen season two or just that first episode? I think I've seen season two. I thought you had. (laughs) (laughs) So scratch that, folks. Yeah, I have seen everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so so guys. No, mate, it's absolutely fine, mate. Don't worry about it. Um, You you, You know when your box tells you what you've watched, right? So you said I've watched season one tick right the season two he's got no ticks there so maybe i've not seen it then but i have (laughs) is that a problem is that the problem on television where it all blends together you go oh shit i don't know yeah i must admit i found that sometimes and i'll just go i'll just watch it then i don't yeah (laughs) that's the problem so many shows to watch they all just kind of blend into one Particularly when you have all, I, I know Mando hasn't, I know Star Wars hasn't gone there yet, but when they have all these spin-offs, it's, it's like what we say for Star Trek at, uh, sometimes, isn't it, Sai? We'll just go, oh, it, it just blends into one. I don't know, there's so many Star Trek episodes. <laughs> we wouldn't be sad about Star Wars, so they, they, they'll bring out these spin-offs and that, so. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Star Wars will, though. I, I think that's a thing that's, that's gone wrong with Star Trek. They, there's too many spin-offs and too much yeah agree too much too much questions about it yeah uh, yeah uh, and again okay, to end this but yes the, the new star trek stuff so far it's fair to say quite a lot of, not all fans there are some that love it but i think there's a large portion of fans who are not impressed with, well not just really with this i think picard i think people prefer but even picard people that's another thing, but yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it just depends on the audience, and but we'll see where Star Wars goes. But I will say this: Mandalorian is a fantastic start, 
and obviously they're going to be doing um, season three. I think sold in. I think will be. I think sold in production. I think we'll yeah. That in well next year. Well, how are they going to do that with Grogu off with um, Luke Skywalker? You'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so you'll find out. Wait, see. <laughs> well, no, well, we can theorise. I mean, um, so, so it's he's now with Luke, but obviously this is set before, obviously before he escapes the academy. Yeah. You, you, you're forgetting as well that the, the program called Mandalorian, so technically it's about the Mandalorian. Well, again, this is a question: Who is the Mandalorian? Are they talking of? Are they talking about Mando, or are they talking about the new upcoming Mando that it, Mandalorian that is Grogu? Is, is he a foundling? Oh. <laughs> well, huh? I'm confused. He's a foundling, isn't he? He's not a Mandalorian, is he? A foundling goes on to become a Mandalorian. Oh. Okay. Well, that's well, that's interesting. So is Grogu eventually going to get his own mas- uh, Beskar armor? I don't he's, think so. I don't think so. Why do you say that, mate? Because he, he's he's uh, in effect a Jedi and one of the the last few. Well, so, that's the question: is how long is he going to spend with Luke? If you you know if. Most of the interest is from Grogu. And if you take Grogu out of season three, why is anyone going to watch? So he's got to get back to Mandalorian fairly quickly. Otherwise, mm. everyone's going to lose interest. Probably. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, I think people watch it because of Mandalorian and Grogu is just a, a nice little side effect because side piece because it's like, yeah, Yoda's back, even though he's not Yoda. You know, but um, cash cow. Look at how much man, um, Grogu merchandise there is out there, though. That's the thing. And if mm. he's not on screen, you can't produce it. So he's gonna have to come back somehow. If that's by hologram or whatever, or if he gets uh, homesick. I, yeah, I think I think for me at least, I think you can't have one without the other. It, it, it's, it's, you've got to have Mando, and you've got to have Grogu. You but that. You know, without it, at least for me, you, you, you don't know that um, new characters might come back. So you, you don't know. It could be R2-D2 or C3PO or some other character that was a favourite. Oh, Simon would love it if C3PO came back, wouldn't you, Si? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but silence. Was that a no? <laughs> yeah, Simon cannot stand C3PO, can you, mate? I love R2D2. He loves R2D2. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, there you go. Huh? You know, or, or True Back, could team up with him. You don't know, do you? Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, that whole thing, though, about, I said, uh, is Grogu, will he become Mandalorian? It's very interesting, actually. Yeah, well, what you literally heard is Jamie's uh, clogs whirring in his brain as he's going, oh, I never considered that before. No, I didn't. <laughs> 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 not, like I said, you guys know more about Star Wars than I do, so I don't feel silly for not, you know, thinking about it at all. So, I'm so I, I wonder whether he will be missing for about three episodes and then he will reappear in, say, the fourth one. I think he probably would, to be honest. It's but. kind of what he will do what Luke did in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. I've, I've learned enough and I'll come back if and when needed. 
I think, something like that, so that he will be trained up to a point, and then he can go and return to Luke and theoretically escape before Kylo Ren um, destroys it all. Yeah, and Mando did say at the end of two, you know, we'll see each other again. But one thing I find interesting is kind of how two's a bit left unresolved with certain aspects. So you've got what's going to happen to Moff Gideon? What about the, the Dark Saber thing? Because obviously well, that... that's causing an awful lot of problems because that's all about who controls Mandalore. And obviously Mando has got the Dark Saber, but in order... What's her name? I can't remember her name, but... Bo-Katan? Bogotan, in order for her to, she needs to fight Mandalorian for getting off him. So he can't just give it to her, as I understand it. So that was kind of left on a bit of a cliffhanger, wasn't it? Which I think is interesting. So it's, it, it's probably quite, I mean, you never know. I mean, if it's season three, they might pick up where they left off. It might actually be once Burger's gone with Luke and he'll just pick up off, off the, um, the, on the bridge and the Imperial Cruiser and he'll just start from there, possibly. Who knows? Or it could be they'll just it'll go to however long later and they'll just explain it off screen or something. Oh so, yeah, this happened. And I think there's going to be a slight time jump. I think. What do you think, Andy? I think we shall see when season three comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, me, me and Sam, we like to theorise. We love to theorise. That's just. You're more cagey than Jamie is. Jamie gets an overnight hero, and you're more cagey than he is. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens in season three now. I've realised I've seen season two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, my thoughts are we have to theorise because it's our jobs to. Otherwise, we're not doing it properly. So we, we spend yeah. time theorising stuff and going, hmm. I'm watching YouTube videos, so, um, channel, no, Emergency Awesome, Charlie and his videos. Yeah. They're really useful for that and kind of, because I say I don't know everything, and it's watching those breakdowns that help me understand what I'm watching more, because if I didn't, I wouldn't know anything. So yeah. I I have an awful lot of respect for those videos, because it helps with that, um, Division and whatever else that I'm watching helps me understand what's going on that I don't know about. Yeah, but uh, yeah, of course. But uh, as you say, I said, Andy's, Andy's guesting on here, so he doesn't have to he doesn't have to do that theorising if he doesn't want to. And anyway. <laughs> he doesn't have to raise Chris. So when is he actually going to get his own ship again? When is he going to get a new ship? Good point, yeah. Yeah, I see. And what, what's he going to be? I thought at the last of the season two, his ship was going in to get fixed again. It got blown up in um, episode 14. Yeah. The tragedy. Yeah. Of course it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it, <laughs> as far as I'm aware from what we watched earlier, there was no reference to it being rebuilt. See, you're theorising now, Andy. We got I it. am. He's theorising. Ah! <laughs> Shoot me now. You have joined our cult of theorising. <laughs> I think it's going to come back with a bit bigger and better ship. Yeah, because... Um, I said Rose of Crest is from the old era, isn't it? As I understand it. Yeah. Yeah. It is indeed. That, yeah. I, do <laughs> that I do know. Um, it might pop out of the millennium. You never know. Maybe. What do you think, Si? Not certain. I'm not convinced, but you never yeah. know. There's any number of ways that I can take it. And I said I'm really looking forward to it. Well, I said I 
soon as season three comes out, I'll be watching it. So, again, that's the... It has more likelihood of appearing in a Star Trek film than it does in The Mandalorian, I think. And Jane, oh, will, get, Jane will get that reference. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it already does. Yeah. And it's it already, been... already appears in the beginning of uh, Star Trek First Contact. One of my uh, favourite bits of trivia, because I bring it up every so often. <laughs> Because um, why not? Why not? Trivia. Um, and R2-D2 is in the Kelvin Timeline films as well. Is he? Yeah. Really? Again, you, you always forget, Jeremy. You always forget. Always forget. He gets uh, sucked out into space when the ship gets destroyed on two occasions. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because there's many times when that happens in the film with Timeline films when the ship gets ruined, when people get blown out into space, fair enough. Two out of um, three times, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, is there anything more we want to say about Mando, or the Mandalorian, should I say? Uh, wonder what happens in, the, um, not wonder, excited to see what happens in season three. Yeah. And it's safe to say we're all big fans and we can't wait. And um, as I said, I'm, I'm excited to to find out how they're going to expand the Star Wars universe. I, I said I'll probably will continue. I'll probably will check out some of these. Heck, I'll probably even check out these. Was it Rebels and Clone Wars? Why haven't yeah. checked those out? Why the heck not? So, and plus it'll probably add to my understanding of the, actually the Star Wars universe because currently it's kind of lacking. So, well, they will help with your prequel knowledge because yeah. the Clone Wars is in between um, Attack of Clones and. Uh, Revenge of the Sixth. Ah, oh, so between two and three. Yeah, I haven't watched the prequel films in a long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> you actually get to know more about um, Anakin, his tra- transformation into um, Darth Vader. Oh, right, okay. Mm. That's what I understand. Again, I haven't seen it, but it's, it is on my list as well. I just haven't quite got to it yet. Because I'm still desperately trying to work out what order you watch it in. <laughs> with all Star Trek was confusing. It's, it's got a certain order to it. Yeah. Well, let me know when you figure that out, Si. I think I know, but I'm still not 100% sure. <laughs> Google helps. Yeah, true. Google does help. Indeed, it does. A source of all our knowledge and wisdom. Google. Uh, so, yeah, I think that ends our Mandalorian episode. Um. Thank you very much, uh, mate, for coming on. We really do appreciate you taking the time out to come on and join us and share your your thoughts and opinions. That's okay. Um, and thank, hmm? thank you for having me. No problem at all. No problem at all. So, uh, anything else you want to say, Sai? No, no. no? Just, it's fun just chat. Just chatting about another show that, say, just a popular show that everyone's chatting about. We're a bit late on the uptake, but <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go and watch it. Yeah, we definitely do recommend it guys, if you haven't seen it yet. Even if you're not really a Star Wars, even a sci-fi fan, yeah, I might be surprised. Yeah, so... definitely watch it. Taking the magic that is Star Wars, yeah. because Mandalorian definitely uh, relights it. Definitely agreed. I, I agree with that. As I said, it's, it's really very great. My, well, I say really, really great, but it's, as I said, I, it's the, I, I'm enjoying Star Wars more than I ever have done. So, as I said, it's got to be doing something, right? So, so uh, yeah, we hope you enjoyed listening, guys, and uh, we'll be back for another episode soon. Bye.
Bye. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye.